This podcast is a part of a special series of episodes dedicated to my debut album, Temple Calling, an album for your altar. 13 songs, 13 muses, a thousand sacred stories to resonate with you and with me. My intention for this album is to break your heart open to the truth of who you are. And this podcast series is an epic celebration of the women who inspired this dream come true. And you're a part of that dream now too. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Genius Portal podcast. Welcome back and welcome to a very special episode because today not only are we recording one of our Temple Calling series, we're actually recording a Temple Calling series episode with two muses, which hasn't happened yet, might not ever happen again. So very excited. Today I'm joined by a couple of mermaids. Um, the first, Romina, who I call Mina, um, who, goodness, how do I even begin to introduce you or describe you? Mina is a woman of, of magic, of mystery, of movement. Whenever I think of you, Mina, I always think of hips moving and dancing and laughter and then tears. <laughs> and I think that that is yeah, just the epitome of embodiment and connection. And it's like you have the earth between your hips and the ocean waves in your heart and you just are the biggest warm hug to be around. And you're the reason that I wrote this song and that we get to have this conversation today. So I'm so excited and so honoured to call you my friend and to call you my co-creator in this project. And to have had you place your faith in me in making this art in devotion to you and your container. So, um, yeah, do you want to just say a quick hello? Yes, hello. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I wish you have told me to bring some tissues. <laughs> I'm very, very honoured to be here with you both and also very honoured to have reconnected with you a few years back and then recommenced our journey together as um coach co-creator and friend so thank you and I love you mm. and lovely to meet you too Christine and I love you too <laughs> thank oh, you I love it why do I get the feeling it's going to be an emotional one this evening um it's also like the evening too it's kind of like cavey nesty vibe for us this evening but yeah um what a journey, what a ride we've been on. Maybe we'll get to talk about it tonight. We're also joined by Christine, who has been thrown into this project, um, like, what, three days notice that you were given? <laughs> Maybe. Um, and we'll go into that. But Christine, to me, is like bubbles. <laughs> like, you know, when you see bubbles and you're in the park and they're like, there's rainbow light reflecting through them and they give you this sense of, playfulness and connection and you can see the reflection of trees in them it's like nature being reflected back to you but in this really light fun joyous open-hearted way and there's a there's a photo from the photo shoot you guys will probably both remember it um guys women you will both remember it 
where Christine, you're just, you've been hit by the sun. There was this one moment and I haven't been overly describing the photos because I want people to have the delight of A, stalking us and seeing them on the internet and B, seeing them on the cover for the first time and being surprised by it and, and able to connect with it. But there's this photo where part of the photo shoot, it was this rainy weather, kind of stormy day, cocktail of a day. And there was a moment where the sun came and hit us and Christine's just like (laughs) arms back, eyes closed, mouth wide open with this huge smile and and that moment was captured and that's like the epitome of you to me. That's like Christine in a moment. So it was really, really special to be able to call on you and to have your name come through. It was so interesting with the mermaid it was like I was just sitting in this tension because I think Mina and I were both kind of holding on to the hope that she'd be able to be there and also not wanting to face the reality of maybe you can't be there and so I kind of felt like you weren't going to be there but I was like, I'm not going to follow up just in case something shifts <laughs> so I didn't so I was just in that in that tension and not really opening to the channel to see who else or what else could could fill that space. And I was in studio with Clem actually, who's the producer for the album, the week before the shoot. And I was, we were talking about it and, and he was like, is it all coming together? Like where are you at? And I was like, um, I'm missing a mermaid. I'm missing a Magdalene. I'm missing, the, you know, there was just all these missing parts. And, and he was like, yeah, you'll figure it out. Like it's just that kind of relaxed, blase, chill. And I was like, yeah, I will. Like it's going to come together. It's it's all good. And, um, and yeah, it was driving home from Perth from the studio where I, I opened my heart to, okay, if Mina's not going to be there, it's going to be the perfect person that's going to represent that energy and that entity and, and bring that magic through in a way that both she and I are proud of and connected to and, I'm just in awe of, like, that's what it feels like, awe and wonder and magic with the mermaids. And Christine, yours was the name that came through. And it was even, we were, like, trying to get hold of each other and it didn't, like, you know, you're at work and, and had, oh, I had a work event, you were at something. And then I was like, and I still, even in, like, our not really communicating communication, I was like, yeah, we've got it. She'll be there. It's all good. It was, it was really beautiful. So yeah, thank you for leaning in to this art. It's been insanely beautiful. And thanks for being here today. Do you want to say hi as well, just to open? Yeah. <laughs> hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Ellie. And thanks, Romina, as well. Thank you for having me here. Oh, my God. This whole experience has been just the most initiating um, experience ever. Um, And it was so magical as well how it all happened. Only like I'd say a week uh, or two weeks before um, you you, um, asked me to do this, uh, I was like, oh, I feel like I really am at the stage where I want to like express more, um, take up more space in the world. And and I was thinking about having a photo shoot or something because I've never really been in, I'm not in photos really I don't I take the photos usually because I was into photography for a bit um and yeah uh just to look back at this really special time um of my life where I'm going through lots of transformations um and 
yeah, it just sort of like magically happened. Um, and it couldn't have been in the in a more like magical way because I, I do really feel connected to that part of myself where I'm like that, that whimsical, really lighthearted, um, you know, just like ecstatic for life and God and creation and, and uh, yeah, um, it's just unfolded so, so naturally and beautifully and yeah I yeah <laughs> and even being on this podcast now I'm like what the hell is happening like holy shit what the yeah I'm just I'm just I'm just blown away every time I um I am collaborating with you with anything Ellie um it's just transformed my life in so many ways so I'm so freaking grateful to to you and to everyone that was at the photo shoot. Oh my God, I feel so, so connected to all these beautiful, uh, powerful women who are just inspiring me now in so many ways. And I'm feeling so activated. Um, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. I love you so much. It's going to be so such good. a good conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Oh. I love it. Okay. I had no idea where I was going to start, but now that we're here, I'm thinking it might be really, really beautiful, Christine, for you to share your experience because you've kind of had this whirlwind drop in and Mina hasn't really heard the story. Uh, Mina wasn't there for the photo shoot and has been there like energetically and peripherally, like she's been in all the group chats, been in all the, been on the Zooms, been in the calls, been like been there totally just and I could feel your energy there on the day too. I was thinking of you a lot. And yeah, I think it'd be really beautiful for her to receive your story. So if you could rewind to the moment I reached out to you and, and what it was like when you heard my voice, I think it was a voice note and how your reaction was if you, cause I don't even know, like if you got a full yes, or if you were like, fuck, that's terrifying. No, thanks. But no, okay. Yeah. I'll lean in. Or I don't know what your reaction was like. Sounds like it was lining up pretty magically, but maybe you could share from your experience that, and then the lead up to the day and kind of even your outfit coming together and the embodiment coming together and just a little bit of what that journey was like and take, take us on the journey because neither of us know. All right. Um, it was like, I think from the start, um, you know how you were saying that we had that sort of um, uh, stop-start in communication when you first, yeah, and I was like at work and stuff. I have to say, even with coming on this podcast, expression for me is such an edge. Um, yeah, so there was that stop-start. I would say I was using that, like the whole me being at work thing for like as an excuse to be like, oh god this is gonna be hectic like this is gonna push me to so much of my discomfort um so and it really did um but it it aligns so perfectly because I um I I do one-on-one coaching with Paige which is a facilitator as many may know um in the the genius portal and um yeah and I had a a session with her scheduled the night before um so it was even like pre- scheduled before the I even knew that I was going to be um doing the photo shoot so it all lined up so perfectly to like facilitate me through the whole thing um yeah and to really connect with the the I know right with the um the the yeah with that muse the the mermaid um 
yeah, as well, I did a connection with that. And um, and it really, uh, what came up was this like erotic innocence that, that I really connected to. Um, and it was just, and I feel so much of me in that, um, you know, because uh, I grew up in a very, very um, suppressed household uh, expressively, uh, especially with uh, growing up in a Catholic faith. Uh, I feel like that was really, um, yeah, inhibiting for me as far as my sexuality goes. Like so many things were wrong, you know, so many things were not allowed, not you know, acceptable. Um, and I feel like I've really carried that along with me um, in my adulthood, which uh, now, because I'm connected with you, Ellie, and the Genius Portal, um, everyone in it, I feel like it's, that's really, uh, really lifting for me. But it's only recently in these moments of sacred action, um, like going through this photo shoot, like doing so many other amazing things, um, uh, within the Genius Portal, I've been facilita facilitating circles for my friends and and really like taking up that space in the world. Um, and and I just feel like um, that's what's been happening here. And I'm coming to that place of my my the reverence for my own my own essence um, in that really playful, fun, um, or of of creation. Uh, you know, I mean, because that's the kind of the purpose of life for me, you know, just that bliss and that fun. I mean, I mean, why would we be here if not for it, you know? Um, so, yeah, that was my experience. Uh, uh, I totally went on a tangent, so I'm trying to recollect myself. But I was saying about how we were, we were off, like, stop starting with our communication um, and... And it's because I felt that resistance of all that, you know, all of that was like, was just such an edge for me. And I was like really having to um, sit with it to lean into this, this thing uh, that had just fallen into my lap. Um, and I did, and it was absolutely amazing. It all came together, um, even though I was freezing my ass off. Um, and and that one moment of sun was a gift, a gift from God. And you you'll see the look on my face when you see that photo. Um, yeah, I was very grateful for that two seconds of sun. It was good. There was like all of us having a collective sigh out. Like I'm going to be able to feel my fingers again for a moment. It was freezing. It was so 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 freezing. I'm actually gonna. I'm going to pause you there because I know that there's like more. You haven't even talked about the shoot yet and your outfit, which I already asked you about. But yeah, I, I'm going to pause you there and, and go to Mina and um, ask, I guess, the origin story for you with the with the song, if you can remember way back then. <laughs> it was a while ago. Way back. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think was it 2021? So it was two years ago. I think so. Yeah, it was. So um, well, the origin, I'd obviously um reconnected with you 
and um, I was starting to write a program about the mermaids. So in 2019, I had uh, seen some images in a place where I stayed and they were just like backs of women. Um, and also that was the one thing. And then another thing was um, there was these, I just started drawing mermaids from nowhere in 2019. And then I went through quite a big change in 2020, which led me to reconnect, move down south and reconnect with Ellie. And I was starting to write, I had this analogy around this mermaid program, but I had this um, framework, but nothing in it. And um, that's when I started working with Ellie and you um, contacted me and were like, oh, I've got this idea. I'm doing an album. I don't know the words verbatim, but it was around, oh, I'd really like to meet with you and just channel and get together and da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this sounds pretty cool. Like I felt into it and thought, oh, song. Oh, for the program. Oh, like I was like, you know, all these different things. And like to me, I'm just like, I'm just an average, you know, woman on the side here. Just I didn't even know what creating actually meant until I met Ellie, like all these different things that I've learned in the last few years. Like, who am I to be a creator? Who am I to make these programs? Who am I to be a muse for a song? Who am I? All of these things. And so it took me off guard initially. And then obviously I just trusted, leaned into it all. And um, yeah, the song evolved over the year or two and the program has too. And yeah, that's how we first, that was my origins in terms of the connection around this. But the mermaids come from a deep place for me in terms of womanhood, in terms of my journey with different lessons in life. And to me, they are empowering symbols that every woman can relate to that have values and their archetypes and they're just so potent in the medicine that one can receive from them. That is the origin and Ellie helped to bring another level of that, um, the mermaid dream alive. It took me a long time to actually fully own the mermaid and be the mermaid because of people pleasing, because of shame, because of people saying things about me and I just got to this beautiful space and place where I was like, oh, fuck it, I don't care what people think. I fucking resonate with the mermaid. I am the mermaid. And you know what? Everyone fucking calls me mermaid now all the time. And every time someone sees a mermaid, a picture, a post, people post me things, people send photos on beaches. In My friend was in Bali last week and there was a mermaid towel. And so, yeah, it's just a, a really beautiful experience to show, I suppose, or share here that when you fully lean in and you fully trust and you do and you can create and be what it is that you are. Um, without all of those other things and let them fall away yeah I digress a bit there too <laughs> I love the digressions keep the digressions yeah. up ladies they're good <laughs> I just looked up when you were sharing then if you saw me look down on my phone and those of you that are listening to this there we also are video recording it so you can watch it on YouTube if you want to so we're also looking at each other and um yeah, in my voice notes on my phone, which is where I usually write any sort of first draft of any song, the 22nd of January 2021 is my first input for that says wow. Mermaid Song. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Incredible. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It feels so long ago. Um. And it's so, yeah, it's so beautiful seeing you own that expression of you and come into that expression of you and I feel I felt like 
on the day, on the photo shoot day, I so felt, I think I voice noted you afterwards. I think you were my like bedtime voice note. Yes, you did. <laughs> and um, I said. And I, stood like, in the, I stood in the kitchen and cried. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's Sorry. a good thing. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Always. Oh, you don't have to be sorry. Um, yeah, I've listened to you and I was like, I could, it was as though your medicine was there because maybe not everyone knows. And, and Christine and Romina, by the way, are meeting each other right now. So <laughs> they might not even know each other that well. Maybe you guys haven't even stalked each other yet. But Mina works with empowering women, empowering people, but really empowering women is, is a real focus for, for her, for you. And it really felt like there was a transformation in that moment with Christine. And it was like I was kind of talking about this with Paige. Actually, we recorded our episode the other day and it was yesterday. Actually, we were talking about this after we finished recording, so it's nice that I get to bring it here. But she was saying how each little shoot with each woman was like watching a session, like a bodywork session or an energy session. And, and at the end of the day, I felt so, like, emptied but full <laughs> at mm. the same time because it was like, well, that's so many more sessions than what I would book in a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also felt like in that one in particular, when I came out of it, I was like, Fuck, that was so mean a medicine, like the, mm. the magic and the empowerment and, and the ease with which it was held. It was really, really beautiful. So on that note, without um, further, further putting it off, further holding the tension, Christine, do you want to share with us? Yeah. Your, your journey becoming the mermaid, embracing it in a whole new way. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really when it came to that point where I was like, I was freezing. I was walking down to my little location in this icy river um, and the nerves were there and I, I walked down and then when it all started, it was just like, okay, I am in this beautiful uh, vortex portal of, of action, of expression. And it just sort of, it just, spilled from me you know uh it was finally like me as a child was like yes you can you can you can express exactly how you want to even though um even though you might be freezing like just this this the heat of that creative fire adrenaline whatever you want to call it (laughs) to grab my body (laughs) um and yeah and I was warm I was in it you know um and I was hot afterwards um but yeah my yeah it was magic the way it happened and working with you Ellie doing the energy work um uh like doing the eye gazing uh as well and uh really connecting with you um and connecting with myself um yeah I was like did I do I recognize myself in this I'm just like I haven't seen myself like this since I was a kid you know I haven't seen myself um play like that 
um, yeah, I always used to pretend to be a mermaid as a kid. I used to, I used to swim around and and flow and you know I was it was that I don't know make believe where you uh, where you're so in it that you could you could literally you feel like you are it so much like no other reality is real in that in that moment you know um, and that's what it really felt like um, and it was beautiful um, it was so beautiful. Uh, I felt so, oh, I'm flowy. I mean, it's water vibes. So, you know, I just felt like so in flow. Uh, and the 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 crown, um, Alyssa brought the crown in um, and it couldn't have been more perfect. It couldn't have been more um, everything that I could have wanted uh, as a kid reading fantasy books that I that I just had my face glued to because I was like, why can't this be real? And I was like, it can be because, you know, we are so uh, limitless in, in, um, in this world uh, as far as, you know, you know, expression and, and embodiment. Um, yeah. And, and what we feel um yeah so I really feel like in that moment it just really melted away and it really just speaks to um embodiment and action as a whole like we put it off for so long we have all these stories but once it comes down to it once you're there you're like it, it wants to come out it wants to express um and it really did it really really did um and I was blown away when I saw the photos. I was like, you know, this is just, um, it was beautiful. It was, I could, yeah, it was mesmerising. It was, yeah. I'll remember this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, Romina and Ellie, for this experience because it's just been yeah, just, I don't even have the words. Yeah. Yeah. That's me there, I think, for that, for the moment, yeah. Did you want to share, Mina? You're uh. really in it. I know I was, I was just thinking the word was magic, but that was just where I was just, um, I was just really blown away because a lot of things were resonating or just dropping in for me there, just observing you, Christine, in that space and telling the story. It was really lovely to witness. But going back to that inner child and really connecting with that and then allowing that to come to life was just like, this is real. It's just so beautiful beyond words. And yeah, it just really got me a little bit emotional <laughs> to see and also to see you. And also to, I've only, I think I've seen one or two photos and that one photo that I did see with the pink, um, oh my gosh. I was like, you looked, it was absolutely stunning. And at the same time, there was this like, oh, I want to be there. But I knew I, I was there. 
but I wanted to be there in person and seeing you was like I was there and I remember I voice started Ellie when she voice heard me and I was like I had FOMO and I did have FOMO I think I got it right this time didn't I because I got it wrong on the voice note um but I um I knew I just I wasn't able to make it due to work commitments and um, knowing that you were able to step in and do that is just really powerful. And I knew that whoever would be there would be the absolutely perfect muse person for this um, album, for this photo shoot. Um, but when you're talking about the embodiment stuff, yeah, and actually that was what it was about the inner child and you're talking about some of the like Catholic upbringing and so forth. When we're born, we're taught, when we're born, we are actually embodied as humans our journey through life was when we become disembodied so to hear you reflect on that and just share share and know how that allowed you to come back to yourself in that embodied state that's really one thing that just I was like oh my gosh it's like embodiment in action like <laughs> I don't know what your experience is with embodiment work or who I just I don't know much about you but that to me was just a golden nugget just witnessing that yeah so it's beautiful thank you yeah I um and it's funny though because I feel like it really I don't really know exactly how the universe works or how manifestation works and I don't think anyone really does but but you know when I did say to myself like I felt like such a soul yes to like being like yeah I really want to to take photos of myself and I was saying yes to my expression and leaning into that. Um, and then it just sort of happened. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, I, I was ready for it, um, obviously. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was going to share there, there was two things, because um, two of the mermaid archetypes, one is the mermaid of expression and um, her value is freedom. And the other mermaid is a mermaid of resistance. And so you were talking about that before. Her value is compassion. And so watching you talk to these things in this little space already, it's like you brought two of them alive. And I've just got full body tingles right now. And there's like obviously five other ones. But, yeah, and they probably all would, they all weaved in all of this that we're talking about. Um, and I don't even know if you know about the mermaid archetypes, but there you go. You were two already. <laughs> and I'm sure you were one of the old seven. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I had only a short time to really connect with it. Um, but I feel like I feel like you just know, you know, in your in your in your cells, in your waters, you know, you would just well, know. The mermaid of intuition is number six. There you go. <laughs> and amazing. her value is trust. Oh, <laughs> so God. And that's, yeah, and that's massive for me right now as well, you know. So it's just really, I feel like, yeah, it was just so magically meant to be. And there was another, actually, that's the other mermaid magic. It's just, oh, I'm my just God. over the show here. The values just, authenticity. Far out. Everything, like, I hope you list them in this, this episode because I just want to, like, affirm yeah. all like the things that are just so alive for me because everything you're listening listing right now is so alive for me in my life so beautiful so yeah. I'm so happy that I could actually you know share that and that part of myself with everyone as well and and to let um 
others be moved by by um the part of my life that is expressing right now I just find that so amazing so powerful um co-collaborating is fun man that's so cool it's so cool it's so important it's something that's been really landing for me in this project I'm kind of it's an album but it's a project like it's got so many layers even recording the podcast episodes is like a whole thing in itself it's like this whole big creation and and even doing the photo shoot was like this whole big creation I feel like I have these ideas and in the moment it feels like oh yeah we'll just do this 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 and this and it seems so simple and it is ultimately because it just comes together fucking magically like we've been talking about and I do really have the divine faith in the process that it will all pull together and I'm in my end result and so everything's coming and everything's working in favor of my highest good and the highest good of all of us that the creation's touching. Um, but yeah, something that's that's really stuck out for me. And I spoke about it in the closing circle on the day, Mina. We did like a little opening circle and I I kept it pretty short because I started to get very emotional and I was like, okay, I don't I can't like we still haven't taken any photos yet. <laughs> like let me have my moment and then I'll cry with you all afterwards <laughs> or during. I cried plenty during. Um which is cool, but um yeah so then afterwards we were sharing and and I just asked everyone to share a takeaway and share what they were receiving and I, I'm pretty sure I went last and I was just sharing emotionally how what's really been alive for me personally I feel like I've received it and like on that day I kind of received it and moved forward but it's still still there as a reference and still really powerful is that um as as a woman creating a woman leading a woman in business a woman in entrepreneurship a woman in writing a woman in in so many different in in just all these creative industries I absolutely have this fear that I'm sure that we can if we're honest all resonate with of the tall poppy syndrome of shining so brightly that people hate me and shining shining wrong, <laughs> shining in a way that makes people feel shit about themselves. And I notice it all the time. I've even said to Claire before, like, I feel guilty when I write too much because I, I wonder if I'm making you feel bad that you're not writing more, you're not doing more of your art. And I mean, it's it's not a place that I hang out in now. It's something that I've, that I've worked through and I, and I shared with her about, but it's, it's, it's just so there. And I think it can be forgotten sometimes when, when, you know, I'm a leader and I'm leading the charge often and I'm a face of many things and and they're all very real. Um, but sometimes it can be easy to forget that the person who's the face of it is also a person who's having struggles with things and, and having doubts and having stuff come up and 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 sharing vulnerability when you're in entrepreneurship in the space of your art. I mean, every direction of my life's work is incredibly vulnerable and it's vulnerable in a different way. Um, and then there's this, this layer of this sister wound and, and being a woman in business and a woman in industry and a woman who doesn't work when she bleeds and, you know, has a team who most of us bleed and, and we have a chill, more chill time when we bleed and then, and we're go, go, go when we're ovulating and, and all that sort of stuff. But even, um, you know, becoming an author, it's like more likely that you have success if you take the feminine nature out of your name. Like if I posted my books as E.A. Dayton rather than Ellie Ann, i.e. J.K. Rowling, 
right? I mean, how long did it take you to find out that she was a she? It took me a really long time. I didn't know that. Um, and it's 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 a very real bias that's that's in a creative industry and that's also around success. And anyway, I was sharing about this and sharing my fears and but sharing it from the perspective of it's fucking magic to be surrounded by powerful women who are here to make art together, who are lifting each other up, who it's been so supportive, so encouraging of every single person. And every single person had their moment of overwhelm or, whoa, this is big or, wow, I'm nervous or or shining and then retracting because, whoa, I just shone so brightly. Or, you know, we all had these different different resistances come up and it was just met with such love. And I'm just learning that the more the more I create and the more I share the creative process with others, the more I collaborate, the more I go, yeah, let's like, here's some of my heart. We put yours in my hand too and let's go together. Um, the more it's like I'm building this epic castle in the sky that's made out of golden bricks that expands over and over again and makes more rooms for more people and and it's also it's like translucent but also solid like if you throw shit up there it won't stick you know it's just and it's it's soft it's like such a soft loving invitation for people to come with me for people to come with us and it's so beautiful it's so powerful and I feel like what's also really resonating is this sense of divine faith and um I was talking about that with Beck today too we did our episode about Ankara today but your outfit coming together Christine is just like the best example of that to me because like literally the the morning of my makeup was like 4 15 in the morning the morning of and the night before I was like going through these tubs, finding things, sending Christine a couple photos, I was actually sending multiple women photos when I was finding an, an item of clothing. And I was like, oh yeah, this is totally you. And I was sending them off. And then I had them all out. Our um, a kitchen, dining, living area was just like an explosion of outfits on coat hangers, on hanging on everything. Everything was a coat hanger that day. And we had the steamer out and it was just all happening. And it was just like, it was like a puzzle, you getting changed. You like, you put a bit on and like, oh, this bit I really love. This bit is, yeah, I could vibe it, but it's not hundred percent. And then you'd find something else. And then it was just like the fairy godmother arrived with a wand and you just popped into the right outfit. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, it was like, um, it was so funny as well. I'll, I'll add to that. Um, when I was in the bathroom doing like, I was about to paint my face. I was about to paint my face and I had the brush and I was like, do I, do I put this here? I had my brush loaded and ready to go with like this pink purple thing. And I was like, do I do it? And I was like, and I got there, the tip of the brush was on my thing. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing it. And then Alora comes in with this face glitter. She goes, you know do you want this I'm like that's it and then I got it and I went da, 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 put the crown on walked out and I was like I'm the freaking mermaid you know it was just magic how it all came together it was amazing I, I, I had no idea I, I tried not to freak out I had no idea how it was going to turn out I was like holy shit I have no outfit what am I going to do and then uh Alyssa brings the crown um that beautiful shiny top happened there was this wavy um wavy uh like two piece that turned into a one piece um it was the skirt the blue skirt um 
and it looked like it had water on it, which was, and you said that you hadn't worn that, you bought that 10 years ago or something. So it was obviously meant for me. <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, it just all came together. Um, and that piece that you said, Elia, about the, the faith um, and that trust that you have going into your creations, um, that piece when you were sharing at the, at the end on the day when we were doing our biggest takeaways and, and all that, um, that stuck with me so much because um, I'm going through a lot of uh, creative tension right now in my life and, and like reflecting on how I've created things before and, and just watching you um, and how you and how you show up with your, your creations and how you give them, you allow them to have that that trust and how it just it it's like this beautiful flowering process that happens. Um, and it's magic. It's magic. I couldn't, there's no other word to describe it than, than literal magic that happens when you do that. It's like the secret ingredient, um, the fairy dust of trust, you know. It's so cool to watch it happen. And I, I was there and I was watching it all happen all, all day and I was buzzing from it. Oh, my God. Um, and, yeah, and it really came together with the outfit because I, I was freaking out. I was like, but then but then when I did drop into that trust, it just, it the tension popped with that and it, it all just happened. Mm. Yeah. I'd love for you to elaborate on what it was like watching it all day. And I'm going to circle back to that. But I remember texting you a couple of days before the shoot and you were sending me like you'd obviously googled mermaid outfit or whatever and you were like this kind of vibe and I was was trying to help you put an outfit together very aware that I was just putting you on the spot there was no time for ordering anything online or nothing there was no time for any of that and um I just had this I remember I just sent you a text like I've got you or something like that I was like no we've got this like it's good I'll have something I'll have something for you and I have these boxes of clothes that I literally keep for photo shoots and for art or for uh, video shoots that we've been planning on music videos or whatever. And and I'll just go, I see things and I go, fuck yeah, that's going to be so good for a shoot one day. And I just buy it and it goes in that box. (laughs) And sometimes they don't fit me. Sometimes they're too big for me, too small for me. And sometimes by the time the shoot comes around, my body's changed and it fits perfectly. And other times it like works that it wasn't for me. It was for someone else to wear or whatever it's just it's incredible and I just had that feeling I was like yeah I got it I forgot that I owned that gold thing that you ended up actually wearing I remembered about the skirt and that's what I was looking for and then I finally found it the night before the shoot of course um in one of the other boxes (laughs) there are multiple but yeah I forgot about the the golden top which totally gave that like shiny shell sheen of the ocean it was epic but yeah I would love to hear um you can respond to that obviously but then also yeah I'd love to hear your experience of just watching the magic all day because I was in it all day I was watching it too but like I was in every single shoot so I didn't have many moments of stepping back and going fuck this is what we're doing or while watching all the things I was so involved yeah um I think uh, first of all, uh, in address, address addressing the the um, outfit last piece um, is that the 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 reference I had was this uh, Birth of Venus. Um, I think it's Michelangelo that painted that, um, and I sent you um, 
I sent you that and I was really going for that um yeah that Venusian feel the the light colors the pearly the the um renaissance type of softness um yeah so there's that yeah Ellie did you want to say something I'm just going to interrupt you because when I said I was like nodding I was like yeah Michelangelo but it's not it's Sandro Botticelli who painted that and he's like the underdog of the renaissance but you know Michelangelo is so famous but Sandro painted like hundreds more paintings than him like hundreds and hundreds I think Michelangelo finished like 12 that could be wrong, but like 12 paintings compared to hundreds that Sandro did. And Michelangelo is like so famous, but Sandro's art is so, to me anyway, when I look at it, I'm like transported into the emotion of it and I feel it. And anyway, um, I just wanted to make sure that he was the one that was credited for that. So as you were, thank you. Yeah, so much for three years of visual arts in high school. <laughs> Out the window. <laughs> no, it's, um yeah. Uh, that was the one that I was um, sort of going for. Um, but, yeah, I didn't know that. That's amazing. That's like, yeah, you wouldn't think um, that he painted so much more than Michelangelo. He was just a genius. I have a, um, I read a, uh, I read a novel that he featured in and then I bought like a coffee table. Actually, I bought a coffee table book with his art like years ago and never opened it never looked at it just thought oh that'd be cool to be a person who has like coffee table books with art in it I want to be that person was not that person and then I read this book about and he was in a part of it it was, it was like based in the renaissance and then I started reading this book and learning about him and I was like fuck I'm that person now I love him he's amazing anyway yeah 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 you are an artist Ellie it's the truth yeah and obviously you connected um, with uh, Botticelli more through a book because you are a bookworm. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we were also going to talk about another thing that we, the, um, yeah, that's right, my experience of the, the day and watching everyone um, in, their, in their magic. Um, oh, God, it was the awe, the level of awe I had for each each woman um, was just incredible. And watching Addie do her work was, I've never seen anyone so, oh, she was a freaking powerhouse genius, but yet she had like this real beautiful, loving acceptance and, and um, oh, a real mothering energy to her like she she came in she was like I didn't yeah she was just this soft gentle beautiful welcoming um person that facilitated everyone in their in their um essence expressing um and I could feel that union between subject and artist um it was glorious to watch um Unfortunately, I couldn't watch everyone because I was, especially the outdoor ones, because I was freezing and I had to go sit in the car <laughs> till, until my, my shoot uh, came up. Because I think I was the last one because um, I actually went in the water um, and, yeah, and I didn't want to be freezing um, even more than I was. So, yeah, but um, I loved watching um, watching everyone just 
reach within themselves uh, and and extract this. I could see it in their eyes when they were when they were moving and when they were um, looking at you, Ellie, and and you, Ellie, you were just you know this you were in it all day and I could see that and I was like far out man like this how did you do it like I would pass out but you know I mean maybe I wouldn't I haven't tried it so (laughs) Um, but yeah like um I just find that um yeah like I said a second ago you saw that happen where people would reach into themselves and pull out something um and show the camera and ultimately the world um, and it was just so beautiful and we were all reflecting this to each other and 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 yeah there were nerves but like I feel like within the last hour half an hour of me actually uh, going to my part of the shoot those nerves were gone because like the reflections the powerful reflections from every other woman there just I felt the empowerment and it just like sort of generated this energy within me um yeah to just be like well we're we're doing that we're reaching in you know and we're embodying what it is we came to embody so it was beautiful it was yeah a 10 out of 10 recommend people doing something like this it's it's great um yeah so cool it's really ripped my heart open in I mean in so many ways but two in particular one during that day during the shoot I've never and I still don't I wouldn't identify myself as like a model or I don't know that word doesn't really resonate with me but I love I love the muse and I love like yeah I can be a muse for anything and I can be an embodiment for anything and you can capture that call me a model if you like if that fits in your definitions just doesn't really it's just not there for me there's like an emptiness to a model it it feels kind of inanimate and it's so removed from what I am in my work and what we are in our work and what we are as women it's just it's just different anyway but I had all these moments that day where I was like this is my true nature and purpose I kept that was my thought I kept having that thought this is my true nature and purpose this is why I'm on the planet. Like, this is what I'm meant to be here for on so many levels, making art, making music, but also making it something that my whole community gets to benefit from and not just me as the, the centerpiece. And yeah, I'm in all of it and I'm there and I'm, I'm, I'm starring in some moments and I'm leading from behind and others. And, you know, I'm there, like, I'm, of course, but we're there. And it's so, so connecting and so inspiring and just it was fucking awesome to just do it over and over and over again and, and like you say, see see everyone just pour out of themselves, pour out of themselves and in different ways and I think we had this real blend of never done a photo shoot before, really comfortable in front of the camera, do branding shoots all the time and everything in between and I think for every single person they met something that was unexpected within them in their shoot. And it was so beautiful to see that unravel. So I had that awakening during that day and it just made me be like, when's the next one? Also, give me a moment to fucking integrate, but like, when's the next one? Um, And the next one I hope will be a video. I'm going to plant that seed. 
um maybe a mermaid video who knows but <laughs> uh, will be a video but and also during the recording of the album and sometimes I get carried away with creative ideas but I get carried away in a good way and, and usually they all come to life anyway so I've decided to redefine that and just let it let it come through when I have ideas I write them down and and it's definitely seeded this vision in me or this possibility even a possible pathway to create more temple calling albums where I just open the the doors and go what 13 muses are going to come through and see what happens and see if that's you know if like in this creation I had women reaching out to me who were hearing my name at their altar hearing that hearing my name uh, hearing my voice asking me randomly will you write a song for me sort of thing that you do because it's not really a part of my artistry that I've been expressing that much right um and all the songs that I've released so far and, and all these next ones that I'm about to release they're all from this place of coming from a muse coming from a creation and I think it would be really cool to to open the floodgates for that again and and I'm not even halfway done receiving this one yet I mean it's not even out yet but I think it would yeah it's something that's on my heart to to offer it as an as an as an experience like as an offering like what is what is the muse and and through these different phases so yeah it's been fucking incredible but it's not over yet blows my mind I feel like it was this huge um heart opening like expansive experience and then I come back down to earth and go oh it's like four months until the album's being released (laughs) feels like a lifetime it feels like so long I know it will go quite fast but yeah it just it it blows my heart and consciousness in the best way I love it it feels so expansive I would love to hear I'm gonna like turn the turn the tables a little bit but I'd really love to hear because we're talking about mermaids right do you believe obviously you believe in mermaids but do you like literally very in a real sense believe that there are mermaids in the ocean underneath there with tails in this realm I think there's like this spiritual thing that happens or this spiritual I don't know awareness of like of course in any realm through all of time and space all the things can exist right like there could be a dragon realm a mermaid realm a fairy realm a fairy realm like we hear people say stuff like that all the time but I actually want to like go there like do you believe like in the earth in this realm in this reality do they exist because I really do (laughs) I really I really really do um I won't I'll 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 save myself for afterwards but yeah Mina I'm looking at you we haven't heard your voice in a little while trying to kick us off do you believe in mermaids (laughs) yes I do Yeah, if you'd asked me this a few years ago, I would have said no, not really. Um, but the more that I connect and the more that I just um, believe in life, love, magic and everything. Yeah, I honestly do believe they are. I honestly, I watch documentaries. I see, see things about them and people, you know, there's been many creatures of um, different species found over the years and they are were or are living mermaids and mermen somewhere. So in my head, I envisage this whole world going on under the underground. And there's just this, it, it is like Ariel or the mythical, you know, the magical fairy tale, you know, children's movies. 
But to me, I believe that it's a real thing. And because I believe there's so many different ways of being on this earth or under the ocean or in the sky, um, you know, as people believe in aliens or different things, like that's something that I've never really connected with. But now I know why, because they're not my people. The mer people are my people. <laughs> but yes, I love to hold, um, it's not even fantasies, it's this thought in my head that there's this whole other thing going on under the ocean and they have their own way of being with each other and they interact as they do. And they might see us from the ocean and think, gosh, we're all them weirdos, you know? So no, I um, I hold that close in my heart and the different colored tails, the jewels, the palace, palaces that they, they would live in and they probably have poverty under there too. Like there's probably still that whole spectrum of things like we have here. But no, um, I strongly, strongly do feel that pull in my heart and that there's other things bigger than better, bigger and potentially better or worse, but better than us. And you can believe in anything you want to believe. And I do believe they're real now. And they're, they're such an inspiration that it can't just be make believe. So, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I've seen a couple of documentaries or at least like YouTube versions of documentaries. Yeah. I used to watch them when I was at uni. And I'd be yeah. sitting there with my friends, probably a few drinks deep. And I'd be like, guys, this is fucking real. <laughs> but now I'm sober and I still mean it, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girls grown. Yeah. I have friends send me, um, like, again, videos or YouTubes or, you know, different stuff. Or things have been found and then people are like second guessing it. Oh, no, someone's just created that and planted that there. And I'm, well, actually, no, because some they're in museums in different parts of the world and there's actually you know centers um I've seen a few things I can't remember the names but I think there's something bigger than us there's other creations there's animals there's humans there's every other shape or form of you know all different things that why is it not possible for um man or woman and humans to live underwater as they do out in the planet so yeah no yeah. I believe yeah that's so mm. So interesting. And I even think of like the the ocean to me as like so many worlds. And there there is. There's so much that we haven't explored. There's so much that we haven't gone to the depth of or mm. found the technology or the, the inner transformation to be able to go mm. there. Yeah. Um, and I think of even looking at our world and technology right now, which is such a, a bag of worms that, I'm not suggesting that we go down, but with like AI and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, um, you know, it's like, well, yeah, if our consciousness as a collective is really, really focused on technology, which it is, we can't deny that. I mean, we're literally feeding it right now and we're on it and mm. we're, we're on Zoom and we're, and there are so many ways that I'm thankful for it. But then I go, oh, but if our consciousness was collectively focused on magic, then what would happen? Or if mm. it was collectively focused on spirit, then what would happen? And I think of our selves, our bodies as like almost like a glyph, like, you know, we're, we're just energy expressing mm. as us and why not grow gills? Like, why not? It doesn't see, it doesn't seem that outrageous to me. If I've, I've had experiences before where I've had spontaneous healings of broken bones or different, different symptoms, like, bruises just being gone in a moment from a meditation and, and all that like mm. stuff with clients and 
bodywork sessions and whatnot. And I just think if we can heal, why not create? Or if like, what's the difference? It's it's there's no difference there to me. Mm. Like, well, maybe the difference is we've connected to that level of consciousness or not. And that's the only difference. And um, not even to say that we have to transform to it for it to be real. I still just think that it's real by itself. But yeah, it's um just worlds and worlds. I even think like of the giant squid and stuff, and it freaks me out so much. And I go, oh, there's just a whole other world. And imagining yeah. how big the underwater world is for them to exist is like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. When you think of how much water there is out there. And there's so many places that are uncharted and never, ever have been even seen or, you know, um, explored. And um, when you were saying before, like, I think everything and anything is possible. And I just hold on to that now more than ever. Um, Whether or not people think you've got a bit cuckoo, I don't care. It's truth for me. It is what I believe. Um, And hopefully one day I will just see one sitting on a rock or see one sitting somewhere. And you're like, I I, knew it. I knew it. I told you so. (laughs) So good. So good. I also totally believe in selkies, which are like the um the the seals and the skin comes off and they become humans and a whole other myth, I guess. Or I say myth with my little fingers waving around in the air like bunny ears. Um and we've got a few skins in our home from different animals that have just come into our lives and and whatnot and sometimes Claire will like joke with me or we'll be like oh imagine if I just laid this on me and then I turned into a sheep or like (laughs) you know imagine but then it's like exactly why not yeah (laughs) embody that selkie embody that yeah Yeah. well what do you think Christine are you on the mermaids a real train in like a real 3d reality sense i remember um i remember in high school i used to go on youtube and i used to research the shit about um uh, the shit out of um mermaids and fae and like caught on caught on camera like i'd be like you know i want to see one god damn it and it was always like you know they filmed it with a potato and it's like and um and uh yeah but I was like oh are they because I was like I feel like there's this realm that that's out there that must be out there um that I've always felt connected to even when I was like in the forest say like you know um uh seeing these little uh nestled pieces of of brush that I I felt something was living in there that wasn't like what we conventionally understand as as um biology um but yeah, I feel I'm in extrasensory right now, which is a container in, in the Genius Portal, which many may, may know of if you've been listening to this podcast. Um, and I'm coming to understand more and more that um, everything exists, really, <laughs> you know, um, and that, like, I think when you look at, like, pure potentiality and and um how things could just I've, I've sort of as far as physical existence I feel like first and foremost what is it 95% of the ocean has been 
is completely unknown to us. So we just have no idea what's out there. Um, uh, and yeah, like you were saying, the giant squid wasn't even in, um, uh, you know, it was a myth for such a long time until it was found, you know. Uh, and then, and it just makes you wonder. It really does make you wonder. And um, also another sort of layer to this is that um, practically it is possible for us to change our biology. Um, we know this through um Oh, so many people doing this kind of work, like I don't know, Joe Dispenza, how he healed this freaking spine um, after a major uh, accident, biking accident. Um, also, uh, I've recently come into the knowledge, maybe like in the last year, that there was this um, <clears throat> this culture um, that in the Pacific Islands, I believe, don't quote me, um, where they are. Uh, they actually have larger spleens uh, in order to breathe longer underwater um, because they actually, their main source of food is fish. They dive for their food. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, the people who didn't survive didn't reproduce. <laughs> so, you know, like I'm not saying that these, these beings fucked a fish and then like, you know, um, turned into mermaids but like you know like maybe like I mean I'm pretty sure like we all came from the water at one point sorry I sort of just totally ruined the boat <laughs> um, but <know>. yeah <laughs> but like we all like uh at one point um if you're going by evolution we all came from um water that's where like biology started um yeah so who's to say no um and but then also um because of you know the nature of frequency and just what I'm learning in extrasensory extrasensory especially is that um well maybe you're not seeing it because you're not tapped into the frequency at which they live um you know, so that's where I'm at with that. Kind of like this rational uh, trying to understand how it would actually physically work. Um, but, yeah, and also my speculation. Um, yeah. Rational magic. At. Yeah. Rational <laughs> magic. Okay. Yeah, cool. But even like even looking at it from a scientific sense, it's like, okay, well, if we evolved, if it's true that we evolved from apes and if it's true that before that we evolved from this, like, water-like creature, then it's totally viable that the the one that branched off into the water became a mermaid and we became a fucking person. So that's really viable. And also um, what's really cool as well um, I was going to mention um, is that so many cultures, around the world have um, their own folklore um, disconnected um, cultures having the same stories um, the same with the fae the same with all of that you know and she's like what the fuck's going on there and um, uh, also um, in known antiquity uh, 
we have this idea of history and and what um like the 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 timeline of human existence um uh it's changing all the time um with new discoveries and and what i find really interesting is that um I don't know if you're familiar with um, Graham Hancock. He's this really yeah. epic, like, yeah, he's so cool. And it's like that, that what he talks about with um, the, the cataclysmic event, say like 12,800 years ago, um, or if you talk about like Noah's Ark, um, these stories that, that all these cultures have of like the great flood um, that, uh, that resonate um, around the world separate cultures, you know, so that that sort of pattern uh, comes up again, you know, there's these things that we're not connecting the dots with and, you know, why are we not? It's There's clearly a connection here. Um, anyone, you know, I'm not a freaking uh, paleontologist, scientist, whatever, and I can see that, you know, anyone with half a brain can see that, you know. Um, so it's really interesting. I really like this subject, as you can tell, probably. <laughs> So fascinating. I saw Mina shake your head at knowing who Graham Hancock is. Um, he's been interviewed a bunch of times on Joe Rogan's podcast, so that's a great way to connect with him. Um, author of a bunch of books, Fingerprints of the Gods, I'm pretty sure is the name of his like most famous one. Um, and he also recently did a Netflix series. I don't know if it's still on there. I watched it. It is still on there. Christine's nodding. Can you, what is that called? or I can see you having a look for it, but maybe have a look and then let us know. Um, but yeah, I did a Netflix series really recently and it's really cool. And I really resonate with, um, he kind of punches a hole in some of the structures in archaeology and just shows where the, the information that they're leaning on, the structures that they're leaning on are being broken down by new information that we're learning. And I feel like I really resonate with that on a personal level from when I was studying medicine and going down this path of medicine and it was like I was at the same time having all of these awakening experiences and and I don't I think to me awakening is something that we're just doing over and over and over and over and over again and sometimes some of those awakening moments are a bit more explosive so we remember them more clearly but I was definitely exploding a lot a lot of structures breaking in my reality when I was at uni and I was going through this initiation of magic's really fucking real and I can't deny it anymore and maybe my purpose isn't to be an emergency surgeon but then what the fuck is it you know that that was kind of just this this glitch in reality that I was experiencing and this reality that I'd been working towards for years crumbling but undeniably having all these experiences of magic and and it was very painful and and it was painful denying it and then it was fucking humbling accepting it as the truth and I feel like that awakening to lean into it is what Graham Hancock is doing to archaeology as an industry, as a profession, as a as an intelligence, as a structure. It's poking holes in it. And I can really empathize and have compassion for the archaeologists that are like, hey, that's my structure you're poking holes in. <laughs> and that's my orientation. And um, I've based my life's work on that. And you're poking holes in it which we see in the medical industry all the time um 
but that's also that's how consciousness evolves and that's how we learn and grow and shit gets holes poked in it and then we we learn and we move forward you know um yeah so anyway super fascinating body of work coming out of that man he's and he's hilarious to listen to <laughs> yeah he's, he's great yeah. he's great I just looked at it ancient apocalypse is the name of the documentary mm. yeah yeah thanks such a good one such a goodie it is really cool it's one that I'd actually I'd really love to re-watch it it's like a lot of information it's great but the episodes are like short and they've just packed it full of like power move power move power statement I was like whoa 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 like the reality is crumbling I need to watch this again kind of moment but um yeah I think I've saved it actually to watch mm. yeah, yeah I did yeah no surprise there inspire me more it's yeah. moving up oh. the priority list oh is it <laughs> yeah well I love anyone that pokes holes in structures to bring about other ways of looking at things yeah questioning the realities of which we live in Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. thank you. Yeah, thanks for indulging my <laughs> my questions Absolutely. about the mermaids. So good. I love these sorts of questions. I love like, yeah, sort of making reality malleable and like having mm. my own ego depths about how I think the world is. It just, I love it. Mm. Best conversations. Yeah, and something that you, you're both really well-vested in and have learned to move through quite gracefully I feel like I think uh, both of you have really like I know you've both had breakdown moments that have felt terrible (laughs) as we do as we wake up but I think you've also both come to these places within yourself where there's a drastic shift in the way things break down now and move forward and so on that note could you for our listeners share 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 a wisdom share a nugget what's something that you've learned in that process that really serves you in those moments when things are breaking down, where structures are shifting, when, when the reality is changing from a logical religious reality, maybe that you actually both interestingly grew up in and then coming into a magical reality uh, where they overlap and, you know, all those structures shifting is not everyone's experience but I think everyone's experience in waking up is a structural shift what is something that supports you in that that allows you to have grace in that now something that maybe you wish you could have told yourself five years ago or that you could let someone else know who's at that stage in their journey now I love you both close your eyes and take a deep breath you're muted, Mina. <laughs> just so you know, I just I just love that you both did that. But yeah, please share. But unmute yourself. <laughs> I thought I did. I must have doubled. For me, it's this whole thing that everything is just a point in time. Everything is just an experience that we are here to, in this body, in this realm, in this lifetime, that we're journeying on through to get to the next version, the highest version of us to not only serve ourselves, but the rest of humanity. And I know that sounds pretty big and philosophical, but when I break it down, it's like this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And for me, it's, I would definitely, I am doing things a lot more differently than I did years ago, but I'm still sitting in the messy middle, the unknown, the chaos feeling, but also having that sense of awareness around me that I am limitless. And the only thing really 
that puts limits on me is myself. And when you push beyond that, you are a creator and everything and anything is, is, is possible, no matter how far-fetched it may seem or feel in that moment. Um, yeah, it's just life is really fucking beautiful and it's really powerful and it's really messy at the same time. But you're never, ever going to be given something that you will never get through. And, yeah, I just hold strength and power in my heart, connecting back to my heart, honestly. What would me to do? What would I do? What should I do now? What is the one next step? What is the one little thing that I can do to get me to the next place? But yeah, the limitless stuff is really powerful. We are only as little or as big as we want to be in this world. And we're, yeah, we can do anything. Infinite Perfect. possibilities. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. That's this too shall pass. It reminds me of the saying. If it still hurts, it's just not over yet. If it still feels broken, it's just not done yet. It's like, yeah, reminds me of that. That's something that I affirm to myself when I'm, I remind myself when I'm in pain or when I'm hurting over something. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks, babe. What's yours, Christine? I think as far as like um, the the shifts that that you go through in like your ever-changing reality um especially yeah yeah that's so cool uh Mina that you had like a religious um upbringing and this sort of synchronicity happening with like this mermaid thing <laughs> it's like what um yeah because I, I grew up Catholic um and I think there was a lot of ego around around um the right way um of things and and um, breaking down realities and then realizing um, how your own uh, identity uh, shifts uh, throughout that throughout the years of that um, is that humility is something that's always really come up for me um, and that there's always like generally the most well they say the wisest person in the room is the one who realizes that they know so little um and that one has always really stuck with me um and, and it always makes me really my heart really open to to change to different perspectives um uh yeah um and also that generally um not that you want to keep on going uh and trying to find all the answers um uh, but there's always going to be someone who knows more than you. You're always going to know more than someone else. Um, and that's no reason to 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 quash your own voice. Um, and I'm learning that a lot um, right now, especially it's come up for me. Uh, yeah, very much recently. Um, yeah. Um, and also that. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else but it's gone now. So obviously that's all I was meant to say. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Thank you. Yeah, I really love the humility piece. And it is really heart opening. It is, it is really heart opening. Um, I define it differently, but I've done a similar thing where I go, everyone's a teacher. Everyone's a teacher. I can learn from everyone. And it just opens my heart immediately. It's like a totally different, when you define someone as a teacher, you just have a different experience of them. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, which feels like a similar thing. But now I'm like, 
I feel like I can define myself as being in humility and that feels even nicer. It's like softer. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say on that, Elliot, that's a really important, like whenever someone new comes into my life, wherever you're experiencing something, I always drop in and go, what is this person coming along my path? What am I to learn from them or what am I to teach them, vice versa? And looking at, at it from that space and place of we have, it is humility, just coming and meeting everyone where they're at and then always not going in things to get something out of it, but knowing that there is always going to be something it's transactional without even knowing sometimes and life has its beautiful way of putting things where we all or it is meant to be to learn or to guide you onto that next level and step Mm. Mm. yeah it's powerful yeah that's so beautiful okay we're coming towards the time that I told you both that we would finish by (laughs) so I'm going to do my best to hold integrity to that and honor my word, even though you're both shaking your head at me and smiling at me and nodding at me like, let's keep going, let's go forever. <laughs> but I, I do like to have integrity when I tell people that I'm going to say, um, you know, be in a certain time frame like that. Um, and I have a couple questions to finish up, just even to remind myself that we're here because of some music <laughs> that I wrote. Uh, or created or whatever the right word is for that and I'd love to ask you both your experience of the mermaid song because you've both heard it and well Mina's heard a few different versions of it actually but let's go with the album version (laughs) this version yeah Um, if you could pop a little teaser in for the audience I guess yeah, for sure. I was just thinking when you said about integrity then, that was the other mermaid, the mermaid of matriarchy. And then I also just have to say the mermaid of awareness, we've just been doing this whole the way through and devotion is exactly what we're all doing. I just, yeah, maybe yes, you, would, you obviously inspired me so much with that structure. I don't know. <laughs> we love a good but, structure around here. Yeah, we do love a good structure. <laughs> Thank you. So all of her has been present this evening with you two beautiful women. But when I heard the song, the album version for the first time, um, I actually felt like I had dropped into the undercurrents of the ocean. I felt like time had stood still and I was underneath and there was these beautiful, distinct noises that took my spirit to this different realm. And I became very emotional because it was it was very different. It was different to the other one, which had grown to love and, you know, love as well. But this one is just as beautiful, if not more um, potent, because it's like the embodiment of the mermaid. And that simply was my experience. And it was really powerful. So, yeah, I'll leave it there so that people can listen themselves and just make their own assessment, judgment, however they feel. But, yeah, it was beautiful thank you thanks just sitting here gurgling on love so christine you go (laughs) speechless (laughs) yeah i um i totally get that um the undercurrent um uh feeling it's like even though um what i felt especially like um on the on the on the day um on the day when i was in this like high energy um uh, of you know 
going through so much fire and resistance. Um, but then like when I heard the song at the end of the day, it reminded me, it reminded me of what it felt like for me um, when I would swim in the ocean um, at summertime. And I love, my favourite thing to do is um, not do a freestyle and flame, flail my arms everywhere, um, but just like lie, float and let the, the, the salt just hold me and like the waves would just sort of sway me side to side. That's how it sounds. <laughs> like that's how it sounds. Like um, when I and I, I just I feel like even with like all the stuff happening in life, it's like it's this like remembering of, of this softness, this gentleness, this surrender, and this um, beautiful feminine um, um, and childlike, um, uh, yeah, innocence that we can connect to, um, and and. And it's so mothering as well, and it holds us through. It's like we're being rocked like a baby. <laughs> That's what it's like. Um, yeah, and I cried when I heard the song uh, first time because it basically just, like, was this beautiful, like, bow on my entire experience, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, that holding of um, of your essence and your expression, um, all of you, your wholeness, um, all on the table, all on the stage to be loved and yeah that's my experience of it mm. oh god mm. thank you you're welcome oh so beautiful I have these moments where I go is it really really self-indulgent to do this podcast series of about these songs that I wrote that you know I want to hear all your responses to it and da, 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 da. I do I have these like they're like these like little glitches of, of, I don't know, doubt's not even the right word, but I kind of go, whatever, like even if no one else was to listen to them, I'm having the best time. But, yeah, I I have, um, I, I genuinely hope that it's mutually um, feeling like an indulgence for you both as well and for you who are listening. And I do have creative faith that, yeah, I do have that faith that it's going to be really connecting and really powerful and really like a multi-dimensional way to experience art in a world that can be so transactional and quick, like impulsive when it comes to art. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I have one more question for you both. And it's okay if you're biased, but just whatever whatever comes up when you answer the question, because you've heard a lot of the songs on that album, not all of them, but you have heard a few of them. So my question is, what's your favourite? What's your favourite song on the album so far that you've heard? Mermaid song. <laughs> I've had it in my head for like since I heard it. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I probably can't sing it because no one's really heard it. So I don't want to sing it. <laughs> but I was almost going to because it's just in my head. It's like branded into my um my cranium. So, yeah. So that's my favourite one. You know what? I shook my head then, but I'm so here for it if you want to sing a little bit of it. <laughs> Which song? The Mermaid song. Oh, sorry. I yeah. never missed the first word. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was an immediate, like, this is my favourite. Yeah. That and also um, the, the Magdalene song. Yeah. That one's epic. That one's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yeah, the mermaid song is definitely my favorite. But oh, but followed very closely by Magdalene. That that um, the original the version is that the one that's going on the album, or is it the oh the new the the newer one? The original will stay. The original as the single, and then the uh, the other one that you guys have heard will be the album version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, no, they're both beautiful. Then I will definitely go with the mermaid on the album. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So cool. Do you want to sing us a song, Kristen? <laughs> no. <laughs> the mermaid of expression has left the building. <laughs> I've gone to, gone to bed. Yeah, I've gone to all the edges today. Thank you. <laughs> At 8 p.m. Bye. Um, no, but really, really, okay, goodbye. We're going to say goodbye, but before we do, could you please let our audience know where they can connect with you, um, where they can find your body of work or your future body of work, and yeah where the best place is to get in touch i'll make sure it's in the show notes but also so that they can you know immediately stalk you as they hear you say it because i love you so much um oh for me i uh would be my email oh sorry email Duh. it would be the website <laughs> we've lost it <laughs> sorry <laughs> my bad um ramina lee.com gosh i got in black <laughs> or it might be i am or i am ramina lee on instagram or yeah. awaken your mermaid within on facebook <laughs> there you go that's probably one of the easiest yeah there's and a few have, there's a few do you have a um a, a download or you have a thing where people can get the archetypes is that um when they join the mailing list, they get a meditation. But no, to do sometimes I do promotions and there's a booklet on the archetypes, but I haven't done one for a while. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing I is probably, join the mailing list, yeah, and and hang out for that promotion because yeah, they're really really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christine. Where can the people find you? I am mainly on Instagram. Um. Uh. Just my name, Christine with the CH and Merrifield, M-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-L-D. That's just my personal account. It is public. Um, and, yeah, I have so many artistic creations coming up um, that I'm moving through with my expression. So everything we've talked about now and and, um, and now that I've said it, I have to do it. <laughs> it's official. You've made yeah. a public announcement now. <laughs> But yeah, it's just mainly um, on Instagram. I've, I've gone through like a, a few offer, offerings that I've um, sort of half launched and I'm sort of putting to rest because I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to how my my art truly wants to express. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Mm. Yeah, Thank you. I'm excited for that. Oh, beautiful. Thank you both so much. Thank you for inspiring me in the realm of mermaids thank you for being my muses thank you for being my friends thank you for being my sisters thank you for being you thank you for being all that you are in the world and inspiring others and yeah I can't recommend highly enough both of you if anyone listening is feeling called to either of these women don't hesitate follow the call you never know where it's going to take you 
And that's a beautiful mystery to lean into in that divine faith that we've been speaking about tonight. So yeah, here's an invitation for you to follow yours. And I love you both so much. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. I love you. Thank you. I love you guys. I honestly, Ellie, thank you so much. I love you. Um, Yeah, again, this has just been the most transformative experience of my life to date. Um, And it's so beautiful connecting with you. Um, Same, darling. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Thank you for doing an amazing mermaid. You are a mermaid. I am a mermaid. I can say it. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, yeah, I, I had my, my resistance, my reservations, but um, yeah, it really has transformed me. Um, Mm. Mm. And I really feel that within myself now. Mm. Work in the mermaid within. Yes, we have. And if anyone listening (laughs) would like to awaken the mermaid within, you can either listen to this song on repeat or jump on Pina's website and do a program called Awaken the Mermaid Within. (laughs) Sounds epic. I think do both. Good combo. Good combo. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Goodness. Oh, I love you both so much. I'm giving you a virtual squeeze. um, Love, love. Kisses and just. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks. You're the best. That was amazing. Thank you. Love you all. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening to this special episode as part of the Temple Calling album series. My entire album is set to drop on November 10th, 2023. However, the first single, Temple of Lilith, will be out on all platforms on September 1st. If you resonated with this episode, check out the rest of the series on the Genius Portal podcast. And if you're vibing a random act of kindness today, please pre-save the upcoming release on your favorite streaming platform via the link in the show notes. Thank you so much. I love you. Have a magical day.